Alright folks, here we are. Another week to live life dressing show. So you can see Hogan, Mike Marlowe with the line. After a well, shouldn't even bring it up because we don't want to jinx ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to bring up. The Let's S. not talk about. Let's that. not talk we about the S word that we use to record <laughs> these shows. You know, the little company that starts with S, ends with E, but should end with T. Okay, so let's just say this: we had a really high-profile guest that everybody would have been excited to hear this week, but we had some issues with our technology that ended up not making the episode available. It didn't get recorded. Fortunately, we're able to reschedule this guy in November, so we'll definitely do it again. And we'll do a better episode, actually, because now we he gave us so much to think about. It. In, in right. some ways, I think it'll actually work out better for us and our audience because I get to look at your show notes and just write some more follow-up questions and look into a couple things right. and then have, a, have an even more intelligent conversation. Exactly. But all that said, <laughs> it was a great episode, man, so it was really unfortunate. But we'll make a better episode, and we'll get this one back out there. Definitely. But we have a great guest today, too, so we're going to get to him in a second. But just real quick, wanted to give some shout-outs to everyone who's been using that coupon code LLA to get 10% off the best nutrition supplements for optimal performance. And we have David Wilson, Sergio Cortez, Peter Klepp, Angel Torres, Stefan Thomas, Sphinx Patterson, Carmine Ochino, Spencer Baker, Tyson Bradley, Hank Kohler, and Jordan Taylor. They all have been using coupon code LLA to get 10% off the Mahler's Aggressive Strength Nutrition Supplement line. I've got my testosterone booster, which has now been improved with Sensorol Ashwagandha, which improves adrenal energy. Adrenals are a critical component of optimizing testosterone and your overall hormonal profile. So definitely check out the new formula. Same three ingredients that were there before, now with a new ingredient, which is Sensorol Ashwagandha. It's a patented form of ashwagandha that's highly concentrated. It's great stuff. So anyway, check out MikeMahler.com and use that coupon code. And what's been going on with you, man? Yeah, same thing, man. Um, we have listeners who've been using the LLA. Oh, that, that. Hey, man, let me take a sip of my coffee. Hold on. <laughs> so, yeah. So, won't help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> According to some of the guests we've had in the past, it won't. I don't know. <laughs> you know, big shots out to John Okay, I'm about to screw this up. Just make up a last name. Chorisky. Chorisky. <laughs> to my Chorisky John. Yeah, there we go. So, shout out to John. Also, Chris Beck and Josh Hedgecock using that coupon code LLA. In fact, I uh, got a really cool shout out from Josh over on Twitter. Um, that he's saying that um, the weight management one-on-one course that I have over at my website, newwarriortraining.com, is highly recommended. You know, it's easy with great, it's great, easy explanation of a complex topic, which is cool. weight management. So thank you, Josh, for that shout out, man, and that testimony. I really appreciate that. So you can hop over to newwarriortraining.com and you can see what Josh is talking about and, and agree with him by using that same coupon code as well. I also want to give big shouts out to our Patreon supporters. These are the people that support this show on a monthly basis with their monthly contributions that's what keeps this show free of all these dollar boo-boo whatever clubs and whatever else advertising that you hear on all these other podcasts that overwhelm you so therefore you don't get as much content all you get is a bunch of ads well thanks to these people with patreon which you should be one of those people as well over at patreon.com slash lla podcast you too can help keep the show going and growing folks like nurse freya over in australia who continues to raise her pledges up each and every month because she truly likes the content that we're bringing on this show, and we truly appreciate her. Also, Chris Ferguson, as well as who we have Steve Sampson 
and Chris Webb as well, and Ben Buchanan. So you can become one of those Patreon supporters by starting off, going to the little box. You see that one where it says $1? Put a zero behind that. If that's a little too much for you at this moment, then go ahead and drop it down to $5. We'll take that. Start there. And that monthly contribution helps us keep the show in production and also helps us to find a better alternative than what we're using now so we don't have a mishap like we had last week with last week's show. So we appreciate all you folks who are supporting us and also sending out our shout outs and also putting the links to the show in social media as well and sharing it with everyone, not keeping it all to yourself. So we appreciate all that. So yeah, there you go, man. Yes. We have another great guest today. Our good friend, Ori Ortega calling in from Panama. <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's, that's the wrong country, man. <laughs> no, but that's like a little inside joke. Jason, Jason Dolby and I always have, but after yeah. we did a course in Panama, whenever yeah. he and I would call each other on the phone, I'd be like, Hey, I'm calling you from Panama. <laughs> <laughs> So yes. Ori came out to a course that I promoted back in 2008, Collision Course, yep. with Mark Felipe and John Brookfield, John Hides, myself, Dylan Thomas, Tom Furman, Sincere attended that course, and then Ori attended that course too. Yes, we're so that's, at- that's actually how all of us met up. And then he came out to the Age of Coral course I did the next year. Yep. I, I went down to Panama with Jason Dolby, taught at his venue, met, all of his, met his family and friends. It was a great time. And he, he's a really stand-up guy. What I've always liked about Ori is that you know, he initially started off as a CrossFit affiliate, but he was always a, an individual in terms of putting together program design. He didn't just do what he was told to do yeah, or just yeah. buy into something, hook, line, and sinker, and not think methodically about, yeah. hey, this, should I use this? Should I take this out? Yeah, he's he considered what I call things. He was what I consider, you know, the black boxes out there, one of the few black boxes. Those are like the black sheep of all the CrossFit boxes, where they pretty much, they're actually more focused on quality coaching and not necessarily what's coming from CrossFit headquarters and just all about... Yeah. Just like, let's follow the wad and whatever else. And let's actually really <laughs> focus on our clients' well-being and actually help them get stronger. I love, I love the sound. I, I know. It's, I know. Like, it's <laughs> like, you know, let's not focus on the black box and wads. You know? <laughs> 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 hey, why not? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got to love terminology in CrossFit, right? Exactly. Like, like the gym is called a box. Exactly. It's like, okay. And then the workouts are watts. Watts. I mean, it's a lot of subliminal things going on, right? Come on down to the box. We're going to have a watt of a good time. And everybody's worrying about, and everybody's worrying about what kind of time they have with Fran. Fran Fran is pretty tired by now. I think she should just go ahead and retire. She needs to find another line of work, man. Yeah, a lot lot of trains have been ran on. on Oh, oh man. man! So, so Ori, I mean, you started as a, a CrossFit guy over in Panama, and then you've branched off and continued to move on in, as a fitness professional with your own brand. What's the, what's the state of fitness like in in Panama right now? Since when you started, has, has there been a pretty big growth? Oh man! I mean, when we started, in, it was what like 2008, I think. Yeah. Well, we 2007 we're doing it. When 2008 when we we opened Briga, right? And um, there was absolutely no other place where you could train uh, like in a different way, right? Right, like right. Kettlebell stuff, like a CrossFit. Or, yeah. So I think, yeah. So I think the the next CrossFit affiliate that opened it was like in 2010. So I think we were doing it for two years. Are there just CrossFit gyms and everywhere out there? Because in America, I mean, there's a CrossFit. You could throw a rock and hit a CrossFit gym in any direction. Yeah, I mean, like you remember where my like 
in my gym area, like where my gym is, yeah, I have like honestly, I think like five five gyms, like yeah. on a on a five block ratio or something right, like right. that. But right. yeah, they're all but, cannibal, uh, they're all cannibalizing each other. I think oh, yeah. I think the CrossFit headquarters made a mistake in just letting anyone be a CrossFit affiliate. They should have basically stipulated certain territories. Yeah, yeah rather, I, rather I, I than. Just, like, yeah, like, because I mean, I, I, can you imagine I, I, having I, McDonald's right across the street from another one? I mean, sometimes they do yeah, that for business I mean, purposes to block competition, but <clears throat> in terms of helping a franchise owner, it's not useful. Yeah, and 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 more if you are constantly talking about how much you care about the affiliates <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. like to me, it was crazy because they had a chance to do things the right way. Like you know, yeah. when when all of us became personal trainers and trainers and all that, um, you know, that was already going on and, and you can like integrate new laws into that. Cause you know, there are shitty trainers everywhere, yeah. you know, but I believe they had the chance to do things the right way. Yeah. And he just didn't care, you know? So actually a, like a friend of mine, uh, he actually went to um, to that course when 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 you came, he he actually he had a gym. He opened a gym just like mine. Like really, I call myself like a hybrid gym or right, right. Or, or just a gym. Usually, I just say I, I own a gym. Right. And they ended up opening like a gym literally across the street from him. <laughs> and that guy, he he, I mean he. He lasted like a year or so. Yes, yeah. it was it was bigger. Everything was new, and 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 they were like, you know, just super CrossFit and and that was like two or three years ago, and um, it was really catching up here. So it killed him. Yeah, it killed him. And um, and and I've heard stories in Ecuador, like. That happens all the time, mm. all the time, and uh, so it's crazy. I think that ended up ended up bringing out like the worst in people. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, instead of being something cool and and nice and all the whole community, they always talk about you know everybody ended up killing each other. So yeah. Well, I mean, the, the reality is there there really is no community or family or any of that bullshit. Everyone's on their own. Oh, yeah. That's why it's yeah. that's why you're better off just building your own brand. I understand the appeal of someone who's a nascent trainer who's just getting into things. No one knows who the fuck you are, and you can throw a CrossFit name on your gym, and that's going to get foot traffic in. So in the short yeah. in the short run, I see the benefit. In the long run, you're just building their brand. You have nothing. You're just oh, a, yeah. you're just another yeah. dude with a CrossFit label. Nobody's coming in there because of you. <laughs> you know, they're just coming yeah, in there I, because I, you have CrossFit on, and that's. That was that was the situation I, I, I was in when I was associated with Dragon Door was that I was just building I mean I was leveraging them to build my brand, but I was helping build their brand more than the other way around. And yeah, that, that has limitations. Definitely. That's why like you know, since the first time we met, you heard about Briga. Like right. know, we we always were Briga. And, right. And since we were the first affiliate, um, we were the third in Latin, Latin America, but actually we, we were really like the first, you mm -hmm. know? And 
so we couldn't use CrossFit to sell anything because no one knew about CrossFit. Right, right. You know? Wasn't even so used. it's like, okay, you can use the McDonald's logo, and but no one, no one's ever seen it. <laughs> you can use, you can you use it in, uh, let's say, uh, like zombie, Zambia. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, so we were Briga since day one, and I always, I, I, I remember telling people like, you know, hey, build your own brand. Like, you're starting from scratch. Why the hell wouldn't you do your own thing? You know, you don't know what's going to happen, you're, but your brand's going to be yours like forever. Right. You know? Right. And and you don't know where this is going because the reality is, like, look at how, how much it changed. Even the language they use, because I remember they used to talk about they used to talk about uh, the training method or yeah, but now it's the sport. So everything is a sport. Like yeah, the other right. day, I was yeah. He's like, you know, CrossFit is a sport. I'm like, no, it's not a sport. It's not a sport. <laughs> Training is not a sport. Right, right. When I go to the gym, it's not an athletic competition. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all right. Clock is you and me, baby. So I got to. No, I think I like Maxwell made that point. He goes, when you yeah. make when you make working out a competitive sport. You're just now, now all of a sudden you're just going to deteriorate. Technique is going to deteriorate because you're making it competitive where you're competing with someone else. Yeah. And, and the things you hear is like, no, it's OK to lose technique because you're going fast. And it's, I mean, <laughs> thank well, God I'm good to hear well, that. You, know, you know, what's funny, though, is even even people who, who emphasize good technique, a lot of times they don't have good technique themselves in practice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. I saw the other day with a guy. um like it's supposed to be a good athlete in CrossFit, and um, he was doing, I mean, the ugliest deadlift you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah. And that was his PR. I'm like, no, no, that's not a PR. That <laughs> your your PR, it's it's maybe like sixty pounds lighter because yeah. that was that was a shitty deadlift. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's crazy. No, a good deadlift. I mean, good like good deadlift technique is. It's poetry in motion. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you can just see it. I would say, well, you can tell a good, like, te- good deadlift technique by the person's facial expression. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Even when it's heavy, yeah, you're gonna, your face is going to be stressed, but it, you shouldn't have this agonizing look on you your shouldn't face. Like you're trying to like squeeze out. You shouldn't look constipated like you're about to squeeze out the last bit of the century. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, when someone has a bad rap, their back is taking the full blunt of it, right? And that's painful. So you can see yeah. that in someone's face. I mean, if you use a leg drive, the back is just going along for the ride. I mean, the better you get at the deadlift, the more it becomes a leg exercise than a back exercise, in my opinion. You can almost tell when they're putting yes. just, it's mostly back just by this look on their face because they get this surprised look where their eyes are they're about <laughs> to pop out of their face. And they're like, oh, shit, did yeah. this happen? Oh, well, I got to follow through anyway. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, it's almost like, it's almost yeah. like, you know, take it back to our little Oz reference. It's almost like Adebisi sneaked up on him like, I got you. And it's like, nothing that you can do about it. You're in this corner. <laughs> so. Well, it's funny you bring that up because I was watching this clip on YouTube. YouTube and it was it was a powerlifting competition in prison so it was a bunch of prison guys and these guys yeah. are strong I'll give them credit but one guy had pretty good technique the rest of them they were just blunt they were just they were just mentally tough because right. they were using yeah. really crappy technique yeah. I mean they're deadlifting 650 or so so these weren't bad these weren't weak guys but with some technique refinements they'd be well over 700 but anyway you yeah. could just one guy ripped the bar off the ground at least he tried to so uh-huh. he just ripped the bar off the ground the only thing that went up was his ass his ass went up like fucking sure five feet it was some inmates that sat there like yo yeah there we go every guy behind him was like yeah, yeah I'm gonna get that muscular ass tonight now we're talking 
<laughs> I mean, he he tried everything to rip that bar off the ground. You could see like the power, but the but the bar didn't go anywhere. The bar went off the ground maybe an inch, and then his ass is five feet in the air. Then he's trying to use his back to finish it. And I go, no, 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 nope, it doesn't work done. that way, man. It does not work that way. I mean, when when you're deadlift, when you stay in the pocket with the deadlift, it's a good feeling. Like I had a really good deadlift workout last week. I've just been really working on technique and. Worked up to some. Not, not. I didn't work up anywhere close to a, a one rep max, but I worked up to a heavy enough weight that I could feel it, and it felt really good. Like it's, it's something yeah. that it just felt really light on every single rep. I was like, wow. I had to double check the plates each time just to make sure I put on everything correctly. I was like, this feels good. Back wasn't remotely stressed afterwards. So I mean, deadlift is something where you have to be patient and really refine the technique. I think some people underestimate it because they look at it and they go, okay, you're just picking up a bar off the ground. Yeah. And I go, if yeah. you have that attitude, you're not going to pick up anything heavy off the ground. That's for sure. Definitely. And then some people wear a belt, which they think allows them to get away with any technique they want. It's like, I have a belt on now, so it doesn't matter if it's shitty technique. And like, nah, that oh, yeah. belt's not, that belt's yeah. not going to help that much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of times we talked about this with Charles Poliquin. The belt can reinforce poor technique. Oh, yeah, it does. Now you have a weak core, and you, you don't care about addressing a weak core because you're using a belt to address a weak core. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yes. pros and cons. Every powerlifter obviously loses, uses a belt, so there's a place for it, and I think used properly, it, it's definitely a performance aid. But for everyday people that are, that are trying to get strong, yeah. you, know, you want to build strength. You, know, you don't want to use all yeah. these aids yeah, you won't have to, these, yeah, I mean, to build blankets, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not trying I, I, to when – I, when I deadlift, I'm not thinking about, okay, I'm, I have a competition coming up, so let me yes. do this. I'm just thinking about yes. I want to lift heavy weights. With good form. Yeah, exactly, with good form. With good form yeah, and like not getting injured. Yeah. I've seen people wear belts, guys and girls, um, at gyms, and they're, they're pressing like 135 pounds. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and they have belts. You know, and a guy weighs like 200 pounds. I'm like, what? You know, or the guy that's curling they, twenty now, pounds wearing the freaking gloves. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not. A lot of people wear belts and they they just wear it the whole time they're in the gym because they think <laughs> yeah. that's what they're supposed yeah. to do. It's just like, okay, I'm in the gym. I need to wear a belt and I need to wear gloves. I'm like, you need to lift yeah. some fucking and gloves. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I'm protecting my lower back. I goes, I go, you're, you're you're working out and you're protecting your lower back. How about strengthening your lower back? Isn't that yes. the point of while we're all we're all in here? Well, I don't yeah. want to hurt my back yeah. while I'm trying to do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's that's the basic. That's the crazy thing. That yeah, I mean, if you fortify your lower back, you're not gonna you're not gonna have the same injuries. But like I say, if you if you get really the, the better you get at the deadlift, at least in my experience, my body type, the more leg drive there is. The more and more it feels like a yeah. squat, which I feel I feel I, the the, yeah. the best thing most people can do to improve their deadlift is improve their squat. Yeah, exactly. Because my my squat is going way up now, and and yes. every every time my squat goes up, the deadlift goes up right with it, but not the other way around. So like yeah. if you just deadlift and you never squat, your squat numbers are gonna suck. But if you just squat and you never deadlift or you deadlift infrequently, it's not going to be as good as if you practiced it more often, but there'll be more carryover. Just like a overhead press to bench press, way more carryover than the other way around. But yeah. it doesn't mean you're going to be a great bench presser if you never do it. You still have to do it. But if you just focused on the military press, you'll have a decent bench press, but definitely not the other way around. So the more the more I practice the squat, the better. I, and I've, I've never been a great squatter, so that that's the other thing. Is I go, I go if I improve my squat numbers, that's going to have a, a major impact. On my deadlift, oh, yeah. and, and it already has. So it's been cool. I'm, I'm right in the pocket now with squatting. It's been fun. I actually really like squatting now. It's like once you get a nice groove into it. it, it I mean, you you pack. It's amazing what a physique transformation exercise it is. I mean, it's like I'm just piling on weight. You know, not body fat. I'm, it's like my body weight has gone up big time. Yeah. Since really committing I'm, to the I'm, squat. I'm, I'm, I'm like I, I've gone back to training 
like I like I want to because you know with the kids and stuff. Right. Sometimes it's hard, um, and I'm and that's one thing I'm working on because my squat really sucks. <laughs> like if if, yeah. if I compare like my deadlift with my squat, yeah, or my pressing with my squat, my squat really sucks. Yeah, I would say there's but it yeah, makes 100, sense 100, because I I, I spend a lot of time squatting, um, like doing my squats <laughs> with sandbags or. You know, with kettlebells, double kettlebells and stuff. Right. And um, so I wasn't doing barbell squat that much. Yeah. And and I was doing actually more front squatting for a while than back squat. Um. So that was crazy because I'm like, the hell, am I doing doing front squats and my back squat sucks? So <laughs> I started. Yeah. Started working on my back squat now. Yeah, so. Front squats are kind of like a luxury, right? It's like when you yeah. when you've gotten so good at back squats, you're looking for some variety. Then you throw in the front squat. Yeah. Like, you suck. You, you, you definitely can't even, start you can't there. Even back squat. Yeah, you can't even back squat 315, and then you're throwing in a bunch of front squats. It's like, look, man, you're not re- you're not ready for variety right now. Yeah, so get, and, and, get up to four plates, get some respectable numbers, then we can start doing all these variations. You know what? Actually, um, that's something you see a lot, like in the CrossFit world. Oh yeah, because they're doing all that those um, thrusters and stuff. Yeah, and and it, and it really doesn't make sense because there are a lot of guys that have a really heavy front squat, <laughs> and the difference between the front and the back is like 15 pounds. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It doesn't make sense, but yeah. they just don't back squat. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. It's not because the the ratio is so good. It's because yeah. their their back squat is so well, weak. I mean, <laughs> yeah. one thing about that back squat for them is like, well, I, it wouldn't be smart for me to try to do this for time. So that's probably why they leave. You know, <laughs> yeah. back squats. Yeah, they can't. You yeah, can't yeah, go yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. You can't go fast <laughs> on a heavy back squat. That's just not going to happen. Your fucking no. spine's going out the door. No. So that's what it was. Like, well, since we can't go fast with this, one, let's just not do it. It's not necessary. So, yeah, I mean, I I just smile when I see um, how things are changing. For those types of gyms, because now, you know, they're back squatting more. Uh, you, you see some gyms, like the guys that are bench pressing or doing floor presses. Um, some are working more with kettlebells, like doing windmills and stuff or Turkish get-ups or like different stuff, like yeah. um, even strongman stuff. Right. That when we started, I remember a lot of people – uh, friends from the States, they used to like see our blog and stuff and they were like, well, you know, that's not CrossFit. I'm like, so you know, I'm not CrossFit. Right? So, you know, we're doing what works. Like, we, I think we only did the whole like whiteboard, write your name. You were first thing for like three months, you know, like we've never had that because, cause I don't care if you were, the, cause it's crazy. Like you see people cheating. I mean, cheating. They're like, you know, yeah, I ended first. You know, I, I you know, I, I did it in, 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 in 10 minutes, 10, yeah. 15. But I'm like, dude, but you know, you recount like one, three, four, eight, <laughs> 11, you know, it's crazy. I mean, wh- why the hell would you cheat yourself? You know? Yeah. But that happens every single day, and then that's that's what's crazy. I mean, but it, like that's what's cool about our gym is that some people don't even know that there's a competition, like that the CrossFit Games exist. You know, that's yeah. how cool my clients are. Yeah, 
everybody's in their own little world and they come to Brie, got to work out and, you know, get away from everything. Right. Just work, get out, some hang out with us or, but it's not, you know, we talk about anything but training, you yeah. know? Yeah. Unless obviously, you know, you want to work on something or, but that's what's cool. That's, that's why they're not obsessed like with times and that's, that's the big difference. But like the whole training scene down here is crazy. Like you have, I think, I think affiliates like CrossFit affiliates, I think there are like 15. Yeah. And if you think to take into account that like Panama city is really small, it's a lot. Like I said, I have like five or six really close to me. Um, but, um, everybody, you know, obviously they have their own flavors and, but they're more, they're, they're CrossFit gyms. So that's the big difference, you know? So like my niche, and I was, I was telling this to, um, to, uh, Zach Gavinich one day, cause we were talking about that. And I was like, you know, my niche is really everybody that wants to train, you know? So I have, I have a lot of families. I have a lot of families. I have, I have, I have like four members of families, um, at the gym at one time. Like I have, I have 16 year olds and their parents or and I have my friends, some of them with their sons or daughters. And, um, and they just train, you know, and these other gyms are more focused on the whole competition. You know, CrossFit and I want to get to the CrossFit games, but they don't know they're never going to get there, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, and what comes with that is that guys want to take shortcuts, you know. Right. So, um, that's become a big issue down here. We always have a, 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 a nice bodybuilding scene down here. Mm -hmm. And, um, Obviously, a lot of steroids, easy to get, you know. But now the steroids, I think, are moving more in the whole. Is it is it actually thing. is it actually legal in Panama, or it's just easy to get on the is, black market? Is, is it legal? Is it okay. legal? But but um, so it's not know, it's not like it, Mexico where you can just walk into a pharmacy and buy. Yeah, what no, no, yeah. is illegal, but but you know, they're easy to find. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, um, and I think that's one thing that is really like getting out of hand. Because, mm. you know, I've had clients, usually the client that comes to my gym and doesn't want to, doesn't want to do what I say, I just tell them to get the fuck out. Yeah. Basically, you know. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I've, I've never had, um, like a, someone getting injured or, or, or something happening at the gym and, and I'm not going to start now. So right. if I see someone that, you know, has been lifting for two years and, and then all of a sudden he wants to do uh, snatches or something he cannot control. And I tell him, you know, what he needs to do first. If he doesn't want to do that, I just send him to another gym. Right. That's it. And I've done that in all these years. I've done that. Tons of times. I mean, I, I, thousands of times I've done that. No, it's smart. You don't want to be desperate with clients. The kids are too quiet. <laughs> no, they're quiet. They're like, okay. That is yeah, awesome. quiet. That is that's, awesome that's scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, good yeah, deal, man. Sure. Good talking to you, and uh, we'll definitely. Be hey, in likewise, touch. man. Right. Take it easy, man. Let's stay in touch. Let's stay in touch. Yeah, let's do it. Man. Talking to you. Yeah, we'll definitely stay in touch more often. Sounds good. All right. All right. All right. You take care, buddy. Take care, man. Bye. Our good friend Ori Ortega. Use that coupon code LLA. Go get 10% off some great products at MikeMahler.com. And how about your website? Same man? thing. NewWarriorTraining.com. Use that coupon code LLA. 10% off all our products. Also, head over to Patreon.com slash LLA Podcast. Become a monthly supporter of the show. Go ahead and start off in that little block where it says one. Put a zero behind it or any other number behind that. Or at the very least, you can put $5 in there and just support the show each month on a monthly basis. And, they, hey, that helps everything keep going around here. And thanks for tuning in this week, everybody, and uh, lots more good stuff on the way. All right, folks, take care. All right, take care, everyone.